redo this. We're gonna redo this. We're gonna redo this. They oh, not I lost it. I looked over. I can't deal with this. Welcome to Fluent Grace, a podcast for students about speaking the gospel into the everyday, ordinary stuff of life. You've got questions, we've got answers. Or at least we'll search the scriptures and see how the gospel of grace should inform a response to the questions you have. We love Jesus and we love students, and we hope students will grow to love Jesus more as they encounter Jesus' amazing love for them. Our music for the show is Felix Culpa by King's Kaleidoscope. What is happening, podcast world? It's been a few days since we've been able to record anything. So welcome to the new year. We're actually like almost yeah, we're actually almost into month two of the new year, so like we really fail at this. But anyway. That's just what's happening, Tyler? Uh, nothing much. Just trying to uh, regulate my volume in a coffee shop and try to record a podcast. You know, one thing that you can say about the Fluent Grace podcast, you never know what you're going to get. This is true. We are unpredictable, to say the least. So, yeah, we are, uh, we're currently trying something different. Uh, Tyler's at a coffee shop. I'm sitting at my kitchen counter because I've got the flu and Tyler's... I don't <laughs> yeah. have an office space, so... Yeah. And Tyler didn't want the flu, so he's not out here with me. So, so anyway, I will say this. I hope that everybody listening doesn't get the flu because you're listening to someone who has it. So, Tyler, I hope you don't get the flu because yeah, you're talking you. to me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, we did want to go ahead and record an episode here. We've been doing this for one year. Can you believe that? I mean, how many episodes are we in? We are. We are this is episode number 31. Okay, that's not too terrible. 31 of the Fluent Grace podcast, which means, I mean, that's really, uh, if you average it out, that is uh, just what? over every other week. Boom. There so, yeah, did you expect this to continue for a whole year when we started? I did not. I did not. <laughs> I gave it a couple months. What did honestly. you, a ri- couple months, really? Yeah, a couple, yeah, a couple months. Yeah. All right. So there we go. We are exceeding expectations, well, folks. I, let, let's let's say I, I expected y'all to continue it. I gave myself a couple months. <laughs> I'm like, I should be able to be able to. I should be able to sustain doing this for a couple months. But it's last longer than Some, I thought. Somehow we broke you into a whole year. That's impressive. That's right. Well, I mean, yeah. it's only taken a month and a half to be able to make this happen. So yeah, that's true. But I will say this. I think we're at the point now that if for whatever reason you like fell off the face of the earth, uh, like the Fluent Grace podcast family would all cry. Oh, Lord. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Maybe I'll have more than five people at my funeral. Yeah. 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 Hey, here's a question. Speaking of people who listen to Fluent Grace podcast, what should we call them? You know, because like I was thinking about this the other night somehow. Taylor Swift. She's got the Swifties, uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, what is it? What is it? The uh, uh, what is it? Beyonce? What is? What are her people uh, like? The B team or uh, the uh, Illuminati? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? What would we call folks that listen to Fluid Grace? Uh, about Grace Junkies. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. There, were, there's worse things to be junkies of, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> Play on word. Yeah, that's right. Grace Junkies. All right, we'll go with that for at least a week, see what happens, see if that gets any uh, momentum. We may change it next week, but it anyway. works. Yeah. What are we talking about today, Tim? Uh, just catching up, man. It's been a month since we've done this. Uh, so we've had a, I don't know, a lot of stuff's happened. So we'll just yeah. go through some of that. My wife's having another uh, baby. That's something that we could hey, that we haven't talked hey. about. We haven't. Way to start this thing off big, man. Yeah. We're hitting number two. We're we're trying to get to the three kid club like you guys are. The three kid club. I'll be honest, the three kid club is this getting closer? Making me a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just being honest. I don't know if we're trying to get to the three kid club or not. I was pretty content oh. with one and then bam, two happened. And there you go. Uh, uh yeah, so Tyler's having another kid. When uh when's that happening? July. Mid July. Nice. nice. So we've got you at least until July. No telling what happens after that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> then then I go in man to man defense. Yeah. You're about yeah, to be yeah. playing the zone. <laughs> and if you go to four, you're gonna to have to be playing the spread. So. Uh that's true. I've never heard it put like that, but uh it's dead on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this best Christmas gift you got. Uh, best Christmas gift. I didn't get much, to be honest with you. Uh, oh, I did get I did get one big thing. Uh, tires put on my truck. Dude, we're so old. I know that my parents were like, uh, I was like, I need new tires, and Dad was like, Well, I can just give we'll give you those for Christmas. And I started averaging up how much tires cost four of them to put on a car, and I'm like, Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> it saves me some major bank. Oh my gosh! All right, I got for all this. I got a sweater. <laughs> That's where I'm at in life: sweaters and tires. I shouldn't be laughing at that because, like, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you, my folks. I got money. Uh, I mean, I I got a pretty cool gift from Carly. I got a GoPro, which is solid. Oh, that's cool. Uh, so I'm still trying to figure out how to use it, but uh, I can just imagine if I'm a student listening to this and the guys talking. Or talking about getting sweaters and tires for Christmas, mm-hmm. dude. That if if anything makes you not want to grow up, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it My, comes with, growing up comes with other perks as well, though. That's true. That's true. Uh, like being able to take a spur of the moment trip to New York City for New Year's Eve. We did that. So. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yes. That's not what you were thinking of, huh? That was not not where I was going. But um, <laughs> but anyways, just different perks of life. Yep, that's true. So my kids, you know what they were almost most excited about? We gave them a box of Lucky Charms. Dude, they were <laughs> pumped. <laughs> oh, uh, that's what's so depressing. Like, so. Piper had like all of these toys that we spent our hard-earned money on. She mm-hmm. wants the wrapper. She wants the wrapping paper. <laughs> she wants the trash. Yeah. But then, you know, his dads were like, all right, well, we'll just give them trash next time. But then, but then, you know, that doesn't fly with everybody else. Right. So I'm just trying to give my kid what they want. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. What, uh, what do you, how do you feel about New Year's resolutions? Um, I feel like I'm good at breaking them. Yeah. Do you make them? 
I do. Um, yeah. and, but I've gotten way more realistic. Like I used to make a list and whatnot oh, yeah. of stuff I'd want to do, but now I just choose one thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's what? not, it's usually not related to, um, like health or anything like I probably should, but, um, I make like, like I'm, spiritual resolutions. Nice. So your resolution is not, I'm going to stop drinking my chocolate syrup and espresso. Nope. So I heard about this, uh, I don't know if this is like a trend for this year or what, but people are doing like New Year's words, which is kind of like, I feel like people are overthinking this too much. So they're New picking Year's one words. word. Yeah, they're picking like one word that they want to apply to them throughout the year. So like, for example, you know, all these people that are trying to be healthy or whatever, you know, their word may be health or uh, I heard one. This person's word was water, uh, and they wanted to drink more water, and they wanted to be more fluid in the stuff that they did. What in the Joel Osteen <laughs> is this? If my word, could, uh, my word's going to be Friday, because every day's a Friday, Tim. See, that's good. I like that. That's solid. Yeah, that's it came solid. from a Joel Osteen book title. Uh, Joel Osteen book title. Did you read the book? That's going to be a hard negative, Tim. Dude, I figured you'd be one of those to read the uh, to read all the books, man. Yeah, get I'd rather ra- I'd rather not throw up in my mouth. Get a well-rounded ed- education. I'd rather not throw up in my mouth. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading a pretty funky book right now. Um, it's called It's called The Alphabet of Grace by Frederick Buechner. Um, I thought it was going to be one thing, but it's actually turned. Um, and he like writes poetically and I just, mm. I'm really not smart enough to follow him. So is this like rhyming poetry or is this that weird no, stuff? No, that... Like, like, so he'll be, he'll be talking about one thing and then he'll just go off on like this poetic rant of just a <laughs> bunch of random stuff. Yeah. Like, what in the world are you talking about? Yeah. Are you going to finish it? Yeah. Yeah. Like once mm. I'm the type of person, like if I start, a book, I have to finish the whole thing. I have to. My OCD won't let me not finish it. I hear so. you. I hear you. So we're going to keep this episode kind of short, but what is, if you could give like a 60-second, two-minute little uh, plug as we're going into a new year for students, what you got? Oh, shoot, dude. Motivational, inspirational, confrontational. Oh, Doors uh, wide open. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, so I'm flipping through. Um, I bought this awesome little Psalms journal last year off Amazon. And so I've been going through that. But I'm trying to flip through here and see if I can find something that's stuck out to me the last uh, last couple of days. So if you got something, Tim, that's on your brain, you go for it, and then I'll, I'll jump in. Uh, yeah, I can do it. Uh, so we just had last week. Our students had our winter retreat, and the topic for the retreat was know, K-N-O-W, like knowing God, right? It's one thing to think things about God or hope things about God or or wish things about God were true or even question whether stuff is true or not true. But, you know, in Scripture, we see all over the place, we don't need to just think stuff. We need to know stuff. Like you need to know that God loves you, and you need to know that 
Uh, you know, Romans eight twenty eight. We know all things work together for those that love God or are called according to his purpose. First uh, John 5, we need to know that we have eternal life. Verse 13 is one of the verses that we used. And I think this is just really helpful. I mean, if this is kind of the foundation of the stuff that we talked about, and I think this is probably good for all students and, you know, anybody be listening to this, just remember verse 13 of chapter 5. John says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. So the two big questions that we left on the retreat is, do you believe and do you know? So that's what I would you know, challenge us all with this year. One, do we believe in Jesus? If we believe in Jesus, then we can know. So if we believe, do we know? So that's why I got, you know, nothing super deep, nothing, nothing out there, nothing too tough to think about. Uh, yeah. But that's, you know, that's something I think was helpful for, for us and, and talking about it last week. And I think that's, that's a good foundation. You know, if we're going to uh, have a successful 2020, especially in the context of our relationship with Christ, we need to move from thinking things might be true to really knowing and having confidence that they are true. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess what I'll share is I was in this this week out of Psalm chapter five. Um, it says this. Um, so it's a Psalm of David. It says, "Give ear to my words, O Lord, and consider my groanings. Give attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God. For to you do I pray." Um, then he goes on. He says. Um, Oh, oh Lord, in the morning you hear my voice, and in the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. And then jump down to verse 7, and he says, But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. Um, and then in verse 8 he says, Lead me, O oh Lord, in your righteousness, because of my enemies make your way straight before me. And so, as I read that, I was just thinking of the gracious reality that the Lord hears, um, hears his kids. And he listens to his kids. Yeah. Um, and it's not like a, you know, like when we hear somebody crying or if we're in a public place and we hear somebody, you know, yelling, we're not like, who in the world is that? You know, I mean, that's, well, that is our, that's our reaction. It's like, who in the world is that? But the reality is like, if you are, if you're in Christ, when you cry out, the Lord knows who you are. Um, he gives yeah. attention to your cry. And so, um, so that's just good news um, going into the year um, that he listens and um, he knows you intimately. Um, and then j just the reminder, I love the reminder of verse 7 um, where David says, it's through the abundance of your steadfast love that I will enter your house. And so the reality that that because of his grace and uh, mercy found through Christ that we can have a seat at the table um, yep. one day and it's going to be awesome. And so that's kind of just an encouragement going into the year to remember the grace that you've received, the grace and the mercy that you've received. And um, when suffering does come, because it definitely will um, at some point in some form, some fashion, um, to remember that he gives attention to the sound of your cry. And he is the king and uh, he is your God. And so you can rest in that reality. Which that's super cool because as you connect the two, um, the only reason we can know God is because we are first known by God. Right. 
That's right. You know, God yep. knows us. Uh, he knows the deep, dark secrets of our heart that we don't want anybody to find out. And even so, he still hears our prayer and he still wants to know us and wants to have a relationship with us. First uh, John 4, uh, let's see. This is the verse I was looking for, uh, starting in verse 16. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God and God in him. Uh, so knowing and believing starts with God's love. Uh, and that passage you just read from Psalms, that's a picture of God's love. Absolutely. So as we come to be able to truly rest in that love for us, then it gives us confidence to know, not just to hope or not just to think or not just to wish it may be true, but to know and have confidence in God. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's critical for students because, I mean, we're at a, students are at a stage of life where everybody is trying to question beliefs and everybody is trying to cause you to wonder if these things are actually true. Right. Uh, so you're re- really right across the road. Everybody is, but uh, it's especially difficult for students during these seasons. Right across roads. Am I going to know and believe God or am I going to react and respond to my circumstances and situations, uh, my own experiences, which oftentimes can lead away from a true understanding of God? Mm -hmm. For sure. So Tyler has to go uh, preach a sermon on Sunday that he hasn't even prepared for yet. So Yep, and it's Friday at 9.30. <laughs> How long does it take you to prep a sermon? Uh, a few hours, I mean, all day today. Probably some yep. tomorrow, and then probably a, a 3 a.m. wake up at Sunday. <laughs> so. Oh gosh! All right, but is it last? Thing. But it's always. I think I don't know. I think it's funny. I think that's how the spirit likes to work with me. Is like, yeah. so I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show you how dependent you are because you you are gonna <laughs> you're gonna be clinging, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. All right, one last thing. Yep. Is there anything from over the past month that you just want to rip on for a minute? <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, yeah, actually, uh, I saw a Facebook article that was talking about that it took less time to complete the Empire State Building than the Lurleen Wallace Boulevard (laughs) traffic. (laughs) Dude, that is unbelievable. They erected the, the Empire State Building faster than they've done the work in downtown Tuscaloosa. (laughs) <laughs> so a little bit of context for those who may be listening from like Spain or something. One, I was at the Empire State Building last month and it's over a hundred stories tall. One of the tallest buildings in the United States. Number two, Lurling Wallace is like a what, three mile stretch of road in Tuscaloosa. Not, Alabama. not even three miles. Not even three not miles. Even three miles? No. One mile? Maybe a mile. They've been working on it, I feel like, since we were kids. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. It is Un- crazy. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So that's is that uh, is that like 
Can that be fact checked, or is that made up? No, it's one. I mean, it was on Al dot com, so pretty sure. Really, it was from a reliable source. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, that's solid. That's not just like little Johnny's Facebook page. Let's see. Okay, here we go. No, it wasn't Al dot com. It was one hundred one point seven. The radio station did a did a piece on it. Hmm. Um, it says, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. So, okay. So on March 17th, 1930, construction actually begins on the Empire State Building. And in April 1931, the Empire State Building is completely finished. Oh, my goodness. Lurling Wallace construction began in summer 2018. The project is still incomplete. <laughs> and we're in 2020. Golly, come on, Alabama. Come on, Aldot. That's come embarrassing. Come on, Alabama. Yes, that is. That is true. That's completely embarrassing. You know what else is embarrassing? So I okay. came across a list of every state's least favorite state. Yeah. I saw that, too. I did see that. Mississippi's not even on here. I know. There's three states, though, that were salty at Alabama, if I remember. Yeah. I mean... And nobody hates Mississippi. That is so. That's a load of junk right there. Yeah, I'm not buying uh, that. No, because apparently, let's see, we're in Alabama. Apparently, according to this graphic, the most hated state in Alabama. Do you know what it is? What? Florida. What? What was interesting is Florida hates itself. If I remember <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Florida hates Florida, Alabama <laughs> hates Florida, and Georgia hates Florida. But nobody hates Mississippi. So I'm just saying, you've hit an all-time low if you hate your own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do we need to like start ripping on Florida instead of Mississippi? I mean, have you heard about the Florida Florida men uh, jokes? Like, you can Google Florida <laughs> men and like mm -hmm. all kind of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love looking at the memes that are coming out about Florida and the cold weather. Oh, with the iguanas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that cracks me up. People are collecting those things and selling the meat. <laughs> Get your iguana on a stick. There you go. So we'll, uh, we'll throw this up on the old social medias, every state's least favorite state. So maybe you're in California or maybe you're in Missouri or something like that. Now you can know who you should actually think is the least favorite state. Not that you should hate them. We shouldn't hate anybody, but, you know, if your state is on here, then you can rip on somebody else. There so you go. We want to we give you full ammunition to be able to rip on the proper state. We're equal opportunity rippers. That's it. That's it. So, uh, Colin was not with us today, as you could tell. He actually started an eight-to-five job. Mm -hmm. so, R.I.P. Uh, Colin. Yeah. We're going to have to get creative with when we record these things so he can jump back in. So... Uh, we'll try to figure that out for next time, but until then... Hey, that could be fun, Colin with a patient segment. That will be good. That will be good. I do have a few things that uh, maybe next time we can talk about this. We can talk through what our slightly unrealistic goals for the podcast in 2020 should be. Okay. Or not even slightly. How about this? We can talk about our extremely unrealistic goals for the podcast in 2020. Well, I don't know about unrealistic, but this is the year John Piper joins us for a segment. I'm just saying. <laughs> there we go. 
There we go. Tyler, if you can line that one up for us. Well, I'm going to T4G in April. I'll see if I can track him down. Come on. You heard it here first, folks. Tyler is going to get an exclusive with John Piper himself. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I need 10 minutes. I name my child after you, so I'm going to need at least 10 minutes of your time. <laughs> For real. That should get you 10 minutes right there. Yep. So, all right, folks. Well, that is it for today. Sorry, it's been a little scattered, but at least we're back. So glad to be back now that we are into the old 2020. Yep. Hope your 2020 is going well, and we will catch you later. Gooses. Latest.